I know what you're thinking. You have another new name for your podcast? Have you lost your mind? And hey, I'll be honest, it's possible, but there's also a story behind it. And that's what I want to share with you today. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. I was in the third grade, and we had been given an assignment by our teacher to get up and give a presentation to the class on a topic that we really loved. So we were broken out into these little groups in class of like three or four, and I remember being paired up with these two boys. Now, these two boys were best friends. When I say best friends, they were like inseparable, and they were very into baseball, whereas I was not. I rode horses, and that's what I loved. So I had prepared this whole talk on how to saddle your horse and how to groom your horse to prepare it to put the saddle on. And like my dad always told me, you know, Courtney, tell him what you're going to tell him, then tell him, then tell him what you told him. I had my little outline ready to go, and I could not wait to give this talk. I was so excited. And I can remember walking up to the podium, and I started my speech. And as I looked out over the crowd to make eye contact with all my little third grade classmates in the room, the two little boys who I was paired with were sitting in their desks, and they were laughing at me. And I could see the words that they were mouthing to each other. Horseback riding, so stupid. That's so stupid. Now, I couldn't tell you from that point forward what I said on that podium. I think I just looked down at my little index card and literally read the words that were written there and like got off as fast as possible. My teacher never addressed it. It was never spoken of ever again. But I'm telling you this story because that memory came up for me when I got this gut intuition a couple of weeks ago that we needed to make a shift with the podcast. And you know those times in business where things feel so slow and they feel so sluggish and you're like, there's no clarity. I can't see the forest through the trees. Uh, and you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you're just going through the motions. And there are those times where you crave that clarity. And then there are those times in business where you just get these gut intuitions, or as I like to say, when the spirit says go, you go. And you just move. You just know that it's the right thing that you need to do. But that little voice of doubt still tries to creep in. Even though it feels right, there's that little voice going, womp, 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 womp. And this image of me in the third grade popped up into my mind because guess what that voice said? It said, Courtney, if you do this, people are going to laugh at you. And I knew that wasn't true. But that voice of doubt can be so strong. It can be so strong. Meanwhile, last week, I'm opening up the mail and I open up a letter from our life insurance company and they were notifying us of a name change to their company. And I skimmed the letter and there was a line in the second paragraph that just jumped off the page at me. And it said, change is an inherent part of growth. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that one of the tenets of everything that I do and everything that I teach is this idea of anti-fragility. It's this idea of growing through what we go through. And about 12 months ago, I was in a place in my business where I was so torn with how to move forward. 
because we had two offers, both of which were performing really well. Each one was bringing in about half of our total revenue. So there wasn't a clear winner. It wasn't like, oh, this one's outperforming. Definitely keep this one, turn this one off. And the reality was we were helping a lot of people inside of both programs. So when I renamed the podcast the last time, I was desperately looking for a golden thread that could weave together these two offers and these two things that I did, that I taught. It was a desperate attempt to try to fit a square peg in a round hole. And I quickly realized that it didn't work. I realized this, though, because earlier this year, I took some time to get really quiet. To reconnect with who I am and with the work that I believe I've been put on this earth to do. And once I did that, it became immediately clear the direction that I needed to move in. So I turned off one of our offers. I completely turned our business inside out. We rebuilt infrastructure. We rebuilt team. We redid our website. We revised our messaging. Anything and everything you can think of that needed to be updated as we moved full force into focusing on this one offer, we touched it, except for the podcast. And I remember I was sitting on the couch with Alan, my husband, and I was telling him, I can't rename the podcast. I just renamed it. This was a few months ago. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. You just renamed it. That'll be confusing for people. And here's the thing. And I love my husband dearly. He did not mean to stray me from the thing that I was meant to do or from getting to this realization in this moment right now as I tell you this story today. But the people around you are going to buy into your beliefs. This is why beliefs, first of all, are so hard to notice and why they're so hard to get rid of. Because people around you will support you in whatever it is that you say. And if you're not aware that what you're saying is actually driven by a belief or a fear or a doubt, then guess what? They're going to buy into that too. So the other night we go for a walk and I tell Alan, I think I need to rename the podcast. And immediately he's like, oh, look, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, right? And he starts asking me all these questions about all this change and how much work is this going to generate? And do you really need to be doing this right now? And I told him, I said, babe, I said, this is the piece of the puzzle, the last piece of the puzzle. And right now it doesn't fit. And it needs to fit. And as you know, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, we've talked about it. Anti-fragility means growing through what you go through, which means that change is inevitable. It's an inherent part of growth. It's the growing part of growth. And I had a great conversation via text, voice text with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago who's also in the podcasting industry. And unbeknownst to him that I had all this internal dialogue going on about whether I should rebrand the podcast or not, we were just talking about general business stuff. And he said, Courtney, you know, it's kind of like that scene at the end of Ender's Game, like the final battle. And he's got to make that decision. And there's going to be loss on both sides. But he has to look at the greater good. And that hit me. I was like, yeah, it is exactly like that. 
Because so often in our business, we play not to lose. And I've been reminded of this many times this year. We often look at what are we going to lose by making this decision or that decision. And we weigh the costs. And we make decisions based on protecting ourselves from risk, protecting ourselves from loss. But the bigger question that we feel to ask ourselves in these moments is not what do I stand to gain, but what will I lose if I continue to hold on to that thing out of fear of loss? This was what I realized about those two offers was that one of them was kind of like a rubber band holding me back. It was like that rubber band around my waist that every time I tried to take a step forward, it would pull me back. And I would try to move forward and it would pull me back again. And finally, I'm like, it is just time to cut the damn rubber band. Like, come on now. And it became so obvious. And this scenario was the same thing. Where I recognized that, yes, if I rebrand again, I might be sacrificing my credibility here. There are people who might laugh at me. There are people who might go, you know what? Courtney doesn't know what she's talking about. I am out. I might lose listeners. I might bruise my ego. But at the end of the day, what am I losing by not letting go of the thing that I know isn't serving me? Now, look, I've rebranded this podcast four times now. I do not recommend rebranding a podcast four times. However, as entrepreneurs, this is an important reminder that we got to give ourselves permission to evolve. And that's the beauty of podcasting is that it can and it should evolve with you. Because here's the thing, aligned podcasts create results, whether that's downloads, whether that's leads for your business, there's some sort of very tangible result that you get out of putting your time into a podcast that's aligned. But you might have a podcast that's out of alignment if you've been podcasting for a year or more and you haven't seen a significant change in downloads. Or you can't seem to hit or haven't been able to maintain more than a thousand downloads per episode. And maybe you've done things like change up your cover art or even retitle your show or change up the topics, but there's been no significant impact. And worst of all, For all that time and energy and effort that you're putting in, you're not getting the kind of lead flow that you hope to be getting from your podcast. So when it comes to podcast rebranding, there are really four signs that you need to be aware of. The first and foremost being that you as a creator feel disconnected from the content creation process. This is a big one. Content creation might feel heavy. It might feel forced. It might feel like you're just going through the motions like, oh, I got to be consistent. That means I got to get an episode out. That means I got to come up with something to talk about, but nothing excites me. Maybe you bring on guests for interviews based on their credibility or the size of their audience and not your own personal excitement to talk with them. Instead of choosing topics that you love talking about, You lean towards topics that you think your listeners want to hear from you. It's very important as a host to be aware of this. That's sign number one. Sign number two is that despite your best efforts to grow the podcast, your growth is plateaued. 
you're consistent. You release an episode every week. You're putting in the time. You're putting in the energy. You're putting in the effort. But the length of time that you've been podcasting, whether that's six months, a year, two years, is not converting to a tangible ROI. You're not getting a return on your time. You're not seeing an increase in downloads week over week. You're not seeing leads coming in from your show. And this is a big indicator of misalignment. Now, another sign to be aware of is that people might tell you they love your podcast. You might get DMs in your inbox of people saying, gosh, that was a great episode. Or you get a new review every month or so. But ding, 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 the big one is that your listeners aren't converting. People are not raising their hands saying, I love your podcast. I'd love your help. Can we work together? They're just saying, I love your podcast. And that's that. And you know, for all the time and energy that it takes to do a podcast as a business owner, you need to be getting some sort of return. Yes, we're here to serve our communities. Absolutely. But we also need a way to measure our impact. And then fourth and finally, is that your business or your offers have evolved, but your podcast has not. Now, look, I want to be straight with you. If you resonate with one or more of these, it doesn't necessarily mean you need a rebrand. But if you can check the box on all four, that is a huge indicator that things are not in alignment, that things are not as aligned as they could be. So again, it has to check all four boxes. And I want to be clear as well that a rebrand doesn't mean a complete pivot. It doesn't necessarily mean a complete departure from what you were doing. You guys know that I teach podcasting. You guys know, if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, that is, that we have a podcast program, that podcasting is something I teach on my social channels. Gosh, you probably found me or this podcast through a workshop on podcasting that I teach. So it's not like this rebrand is a complete pivot. In fact, some of you might be going, gosh, darn it, it's about time. It's about time. So a rebrand doesn't mean it's a complete 180 from what you were doing, but rather a bringing into alignment. You've got the puzzle pieces, but now we need to make them fit. And here's the thing. If it is time for a rebrand, you don't need to go back and edit old episodes. You don't need to worry about broken links. There are easy ways around that when you know what to do. What you do need to worry about if you want to succeed with your podcast is whether your podcast is wired for success. So in the episodes ahead, I'm going to show you the difference between a podcast that's in alignment versus one that's not and what you need to do to bring yours into alignment so you can get the results you started your podcast for in the first place. And look, If you want to sit down and have a conversation about your podcast, because maybe this is really resonating with you and you're like, you know, this is speaking to what I've been thinking for a while that, yeah, maybe there's some things that need to change. Then me and anyone on our team would be happy to sit down with you and point you in the right direction. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram at the Courtney Elmer. Send me a voice message. Don't be surprised when I voice message you back. And if this episode was helpful for you, then I would love it if you would just stop what you're doing right now, take a screenshot, share it to social media, and tag me. 
and I'll share it out with our community as well. In the next episode, we're going to talk about why 88% of podcasts fail and how to keep that from happening to you. So come with me to the next episode and let's make your business binge-worthy. As you might've heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop, where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 